Hello everybody, welcome to the Raven's View. My name is Georgia Voihos and I am also known as Raven Hawk. I'm a psychic tarot reader and astrologer, life coach, Reiki master, and past life regressionist. This podcast reflects my many interests, including all things metaphysical. I've also been doing some amazing interviews with amazing people and many more to come. You can reach me through my website, www.georgiavallejos.com. Make me one of your favorites so you don't miss a thing. Blessings. Hello, Georgia here. It's 1.30 p.m. on Monday, September 12th. Um, I've been watching <clears throat> the pomp and circumstance in, in Britain and um, over the death of Queen Elizabeth and the new king, um, Charles III, King Charles III. <clears throat> and I <clears throat> was kind of called to look at their charts. And this is by no means an exhaustive uh, analysis of their charts. It's just kind of a, a very light overview. Um, but um, I looked at the charts of uh, Charles and Queen Elizabeth, and... One thing I discovered is that they are different people. Now, for example, um, Elizabeth has her son in Taurus, uh, which is a very steady, slow um, <clears throat> sign. Taurians love luxury. Um, and she has her ascendant uh, in Capricorn which is the sign of service and seriousness and perfection. And her south node sits right on her ascendant in her 12th chart, uh, 12th house. And her north node is in Cancer, which is interesting to me because south node is generally what you came in here having mastered in the past. So it would seem that she's had past lives of duty, 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 and work and perfection and, you know, government and, and all those things that are Capricornian. Um, but in this life, her soul's purpose was cancer, um, the mother, the nurturer, and it's in the sixth house of service. So giving service to people. Now, I really can't comment on whether she's fulfilled her purpose or not. That's something only, you know, maybe she and, and the people closest to her can answer. Um, I know she's given a lot of service to her country and, um, and, you know, it would be up to her children and her grandchildren to say whether she learned the lessons of mothering or not. And, you know, kind of think it, she did because you can see how beloved she is by her family. And it's not just because she's the queen, her, you know, particularly her grandchildren and great grandchildren adore her, adored her and, um, you know, she may have well learned that lesson and learned to integrate it and find the balance between duty and family. That's basically what it is. It's, it's duty being Capricorn and family being Cancer. Um, and then at the very, very top of her chart, right on her midheaven sits Saturn in Scorpio, which is a very, very, very intense sign and intense placement of Saturn. Um, it sextiles her, uh, her nodes and her ascendant. And um, 
It's the highest planet in the chart, which makes it significant. So Saturn is, um, you know, a planet sitting all the way up there all by itself. Uh, it trines her nodes, and her sense of duty um, might have helped her to, you know, to achieve her, her, her soul's purpose. I, I don't know. That's something really only she could answer, you know. Um, she has Mars. Mars is where you get your power. Mars is in Aquarius. So that is, you know, giving to the masses, um, you know, power comes through groups, organizations, um, you know, and, and peace, love, and brotherhood, you know, being the, um, being, being her, her thing, you know, with Mars and Aquarius. So that would suggest her life of, of giving to her country. Um, her, her Mars is conjunct Jupiter, and Jupiter is an Aquarius. So I would say that's kind of a double whammy. And um, her power comes from, you know, the, not the personal, but the impersonal and, and the transpersonal. She has Venus and Pisces, which kind of suggests to me that might have been her, that's kind of like the softest point in her chart. And that might have been her, um, her almost her Achilles heel. Um, not that, you know, she had a terrible marriage or anything. She, she didn't, but, you know, love would have really uh, affected her in Pisces. And, you know, that, that's probably the softest point of her entire chart. Um, she has Mercury in Aries, uh, which makes her a forceful speaker. And Chiron is also in Aries conjunct her sun, they, although they're in different signs. Chiron is, is in Aries and the sun is at uh, zero Taurus. So, you know, the wound is to the self, the early childhood wound. And it may be, you know, having been brought up as royalty and having um, having taken the throne at such a young age, you know, in a way forced her to not be her true self. You know, she was sort of, her role was carved out for her already. Um, the moon uh, is in Leo. She has a Leo moon. That would suggest past lives of royalty and, uh, you know, being born for, uh, knowing that when you're young, you're being born to be something amazing, you know, and um, Leo moons are very proud people, very emotionally. They don't like to have their, um, their underbelly showing. They don't like people to see their weakness. And I think we see, we see that a lot in her with, um, <clears throat> you know, her very stoic, personality. She never really, you know, rarely saw her shed a tear, rarely lost her, you know, she never, I don't think anybody's ever photographed her being angry. Um, but anyway, that, that, that's just a very, very uh, nutshell view of her. Her chart is basically a seesaw, you know, with a lot of um, oppositions and, you know, She's got, uh, her son is at zero Taurus, which is the very beginning of Taurus. And um, her vertex is at zero Virgo. And the vertex is a, 
is a karmic situation. Um, and they're the exact same degree, almost to the minute. Like, vertex is zero degrees, 19 minutes. The sun is zero degrees, 12 minutes. That's very, very close. And that's a trine. And this, you know, this might have been like a karmic situation for her. She might have, uh, you know, been a queen before or, you know, been a royal before, whatever, you know. But uh, it's definitely karmic. And going to Charles, because I, I don't have a lot of time, I just want to do a real overview. Um, Charles has some a big stellium in Scorpio um, in his fourth house of family. So duty to family uh, is where he shines. And it's um, conjunct Chiron. The, the duty also wounded him in some way. And he's got Mercury in Scorpio, which tells me he was probably, he's probably a very psychic person. And, um, and also capable of going very deep. Uh, we know that he has a love for, um, you know, the planet and, and for taking care of the planet and, and stuff like that. Uh, his Venus is in Libra. The man likes to be married. <laughs> Libra being the marriage sign. His Mars is in Sagittarius. So, you know, that's an interesting Mars, because I have found that, you know, Mars and Sagittarius, often people who have trouble, like, really focusing, um, they want to learn everything, you know. And that is conjunct his vertex at 22 degrees, and his Jupiter at 29 degrees. They're in a stellium. Um, so Mars, Mars is, is in Sagittarius. His power would come from, you know, truth, justice, liberty, uh, things like that. Um, what else? Let's see. He's got Pluto in the first house. Uh, a lot of changes in his life. And he has Uranus and Gemini in the 11th house, which is the, the Aquarian house. So, you know, maybe going off in different directions. And his moon is in Taurus at zero degrees. Now remember that and conjunct his north node in Taurus at three degrees. And his south node is in Scorpio. So, you know, it's like his, he might have had past lives, I, you know, he doesn't seem quite as um, obviously having been royal before. He might have had some unscrupulous, um, <laughs> uh, with that south node in, in Scorpio. Um, Taurus, kind of like, you know, Leo would probably be the most royal sign, but I think Taurus, too. Taurians, I have found, really appreciate the finer things in life. They're very steady and very stubborn and very sensual. So this man with, with Chiron, Sun, Mercury, South Node, and Scorpio, and his... Um, Moon and North Node in Taurus. This is a very uh, emotional and sensual man. Sex would definitely play a big role in his life, you know. And um, with the with the Moon in Scorpio, I, I mean Taurus. I have found people with uh, Taurian moons generally like the finer things in life, you know, so he probably likes all that stuff he's got there, and 
especially the property, you know. And um, so I put their charts together. I was kind of interested to see um, if there were karmic contacts. And I'm just pretty much looking just for those right now. Um, <clears throat> Elizabeth's uh, Saturn is at 24 Scorpio. And that uh, conjuncts uh, Charles's uh, stellium of um, uh, the, the sun and particularly the sun and Chiron conjunction in Scorpio. And um, so any Saturn contacts the sun, that is karmic. So the, the, he and his mother had a very karmic relationship. Um, vertex Saturn, her vertex is at zero Virgo. His Saturn is at five Virgo. K vertex is a karmic situation. Saturn being a karmic point in the chart. So there's a second one right there. Um, the big one, I think, is um, Elizabeth's um, zero degree sun in Taurus is conjunct uh, Charles's zero degree moon in Taurus. And um, her Chiron is at 28 Aries, which conjuncts the moon again. And his moon is conjunct his north node. So it's like being king, I think, was in a way um, his destiny. And there was some karma from it, from past lives. You know, maybe, maybe he, you know, I kind of like the concept of him waiting for so long makes me think that, you know, maybe in past lives he, he was more behind the scenes than, um, say, um, his mother might have been. Let me look. You know, yeah, with his mother with that Leo moon, she was, that usually indicates some type of royal or very important past lives. Um, his moon's in Taurus, so. But her Chiron on his moon, there is some wounding um, that she did to him emotionally, you know, or their relationship. I don't necessarily think, you know, she did it on purpose or anything, but, you know, having your mother as the queen might have been... Uh, pretty wounding to him and his his son and her moon are exact at zero degrees 12 minutes uh, for her son and his moon at zero degrees 25 minutes in Taurus um, that's very 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 karmic and also you know there's a basic compatibility there too you know I did not look at his father's chart I may do that at some point but you know, it's it's just because family astrology fascinates me. But I'm just looking at this not necessarily for compatibility, but for karma. You know, what do they have a karmic relationship? And absolutely, Saturn, Chiron, um, you know, uh, Sun, Moon, North Node, Sun, Chiron. Those are all very, very, very karmic points. And the vertex, um Queen's vertex conjunct his Saturn. So they've they've gone through it before as souls. They've been together before. Um, you know, I, I just kind of get this feeling that maybe he, you know, was in a in a sort of like a background position in past lives where she might have been the queen and you know he always had to play the background role. But um, you know, this time things are different. And 
I ran the transit chart just a quickie. Um, I don't have time to do more. Uh, the transiting for September 8th, the day, of, uh, day and time of her death, the transiting north node was conjunct Uranus in Taurus, which conjuncted, loosely conjuncted his, his uh, sun north node conjunction. So he was, you know, just in the beginning of going through a nodal return, which means it was time for him to come to his purpose. Um, south node was on his son, just coming up on his son, or it had already crossed over his son. Yeah. Interesting. And, um, Saturn and the moon are in Aquarius conjunct on that day, uh, transiting his seventh house of marriage, partnerships. So all in all, I think he was kind of faded, and I did run a death chart for Elizabeth, and um, I'm not going to get into that today, maybe some other time, but it was interesting to see the interplay. I'm always interested in family relationships and, and karma. Um, if you'd like to get a personal reading, you can go to my website, www.ravenhawktarot.com, and um, you can see what I have available, and what types of readings and, and uh, you know, book your appointment. Nice talking to everybody and have a wonderful day. Thank you, Georgia. Signing off. Bye.